Welcome to the Radiant Mama podcast, hosted by me, Natasha Rose, shamanic medicine woman, mother and wife. My passion is to empower women to come back into their body and reclaim their radiance through a shamanic lifestyle, giving them the freedom to live life in their fullest devotion and unapologetically creating their life around their truest self, rhythms, desires, pleasures and joy. The Radiant Mama podcast is a place where we discuss how we can embody our radiance aligned with our mind, body and spirit, whole and connected motherhood, shamanic medicine, radiant womanhood, witchy goodness, radiant business, rhythmic, slow, seasonal, living, and so much more. Simple, radiant, living. Take a breath. Get your cup of tea or cacao. Settle down somewhere cosy. Take this time for yourself. And enjoy. Episode four. Welcome back. I feel like today in this episode, I just need to take a deep breath and really anchor into this episode. So taking a deep breath with me into your belly. And as you exhale, allow yourself to sigh. (laughs) With the sigh, letting your muscles relax. So let's do that just one more time. And welcome beautiful soul to episode four, Inner Mother. So I ended the episode talking about how giving birth to Ryan was empowering and healing and it was and like I mentioned I started to step into myself even deeper. I set boundaries. I tapped back into my spiritual self I tapped back into my intuition this was a process please don't think that it was an overnight everything's better it was a process it was a process of going in and doing shadow work going in and looking at the stories I held the beliefs I held were they mine or were they somebody else's going in and looking at the conditioning from society, mainstream society. Does mainstream society sit with me? How does it feel? Do I agree with how people in mainstream society think, feel, act? It was a whole process. Ryan's birth was that portal. 
pregnancy was that portal. Through the pregnancy, working with my midwife one-on-one, I released so many stories. So many stories around birth. Stories around what it should look like, how it should feel. Fear. I had so much fear from Isabel's birth. He was the catalyst for me becoming me. And I'm not to say that you have to have a pregnancy and a baby to have this happen. Spirit works in ways that it will bring through what needs to be done, what needs to be healed, what needs to be changed, what needs to be evolved. Spirit will bring that through, whether that is through a baby, a dark night of the soul, a creation in business, a catastrophe in your personal life that makes you look at how you're living. Maybe your health isn't great. Maybe your mindset isn't great. It doesn't have to be a baby in a pregnancy to bring about that change. But for me, at that age, 24, it was. I really stepped into the mother, the mother archetype. I had to heal myself first and foremost. I had to step into my power. It was non-conditional. It was a calling. It was something beyond mind. Some may say that it was Ryan, his spirit, calling on me to make these changes. And honestly, I love him to pieces, but he has been the harder child, right? Isabel was hard because of the birth and the trauma from her birth. She was very colicky. So for the first three to four months, that was difficult. We had no family support around us. It was just me, Matt, Matt going to work, me and Isabel. Those years between Isabel and Ryan, I had built up so much anger, so much resistance. I hated being a mother. There were parts that I enjoyed, but there were a lot of parts that I didn't. Postnatal depression, it was difficult. had to heal all that for the children for myself I had to heal to be the mother that I thought that I would be the mother I pictured I would be hands-on happy joyful creative cuddly snuggly all the things that we imagine a perfect motherhood I had to go through the dark shit get to that part 
and Ryan did that for me. I had to build so much patience for him. I had to learn how to communicate clearly. I had to learn how to regulate myself to help him regulate. really beautiful journey parts have been hard but it has been beautiful and only up until recently was Matt working in the defense force which meant most of the parenting I was solo Matt went away a lot and I was solo and there came a time about 2018 17. End of 2016, start of 2017. I entered a dark night of the soul. I needed a change. I was so unhappy, miserable, ready to leave everything. I felt like I needed to leave my whole family to feel to feel any sort of happiness, to feel any sort of peace. I love my family so much, so of course that didn't happen. But it did mean that I had to communicate with Matt what was happening, how I was feeling. I almost think it's not even the dark night of the soul. I always call it the dark night of the womb. But now I'm talking now, I feel like it's the dark night of the mother. It's that part of the mother that feels lonely, depressed, vengeful, angry, rageful. You just feel like you want to burn everything down and scream on the top of your lungs and walk out of the house and never come back. And <laughs> It's all of that. The dark night of the mother. And the dark night of the mother appears when we haven't been nourishing ourselves as mothers when we have lost the connection to our soul when we have lost the connection to the rhythms of nature to the seasons to spirit when we are so off of the medicine wheel that we're no longer in the center And we feel so unbalanced. We don't know which way is up. We don't know which way is down. We don't know where to turn. The dark night of the mother. I was so in the dark night of the mother. So deeply. That it took almost a year. For me to feel any form of normal, any form of radiance, energy, spark. It took more than a year for me to fully enjoy my children again. The dark night of the mother is no joke. It's not something to ignore and push through. 
It's not a season or a phase that's going to change on its own. It's a season that's calling you. It is the goddess, the dark goddess within calling you to change your life. To look at your life and where you are struggling and make the changes. I started to focus on what brought me joy even more. I started to reach out and ask for help. I called on a village of people. I called on friends close by. Some weren't even close friends. Some were acquaintances. I called on anybody who could hold space with me while they were holding space for themselves. I reached out to practitioners online like myself. I stopped working because that was an option I had. If it's not an option for you, that's fine. You can do the healing and you can make time for yourself outside of that. But I beg you, if you are going through the dark night of the mother, please call on people. Take time off work. Call on loved ones. Hire a nanny if you have to. Make it work. Make that time to reconnect to your soul, to find what brings joy, pleasure. Tap back into that. And most importantly, connect with the subtle realms, the subtle energies, our womb, the essence of our womanhood needs it. It's our food. It's what lights us up. It's what keeps us going. It's our nourishment. After the dark night of the mother, when I started to feel more me, I really found a passion in bringing that to other mothers. Bringing peace, joy, happiness, radiance. I went on a path after the dark mother when I had my energy back and I felt like I could focus more on things outside of myself. I began to explore ancestral healing. Healing the mother lineage felt so important to me. I walked the line. I started to learn ancestral healing techniques, tapping back into my roots, my lineage, and gosh, it felt good. So that just expanded further. Of course, I loved fairies. I loved witches and wizards and all the magic. So, you know, 
Celtic shamanism, no surprise. So I started down the path of Celtic shamanism. And right now I'm starting to be a bard. I am on the path to druidry. And it feels amazing. And had I not had the dark night of the mother, maybe I might not be here now doing this path. Maybe I would be pushing in a different direction. Maybe I would be on this path because it's an interest and passion of mine I've had since childhood. I don't know. But the dark night of the mother definitely kickstarted it for me further. It lit a fire inside of me that I felt like I needed to embrace it and to bring it with me and feel it rage and roar and burn away everything I no longer needed to birth this new me, radiant, standing in her sovereign power, strong, knows who she is, mother. <laughs> and I want to help other mothers do that too. I breaks my heart and brings me to tears when I hear mothers suffering. It shouldn't be like that. And we shouldn't suffer on our own. Not okay. I am here. I am one of the mothers that is working to try and change this. I don't know what that looks like. But each of us who are doing the work and being in our energy and holding space, we are taking the steps to reclaim radiant motherhood. like <laughs> that really covers the inner mother there's obviously more but like I said in the past episodes I don't want to make these first few episodes huge I don't want to delve right into everything because I feel like it's going to evolve and just come out and unravel anyway through discussions and through topics that we talk about so I think I'm going to leave this here. Know that if you are in the dark night of the mother, I see you, I feel you, and I love you deeply. You will come out the other side. And if you feel called, I open my healing space for you. I invite you to come and book a session currently held online or if you happen to be in the space where we're traveling in the town in person. Maybe this is your call if you are in the dark night of the mother. Maybe this is your call from spirit to begin alchemy the transformation that the dark mother requires from you I love you and I'll see
next month. Cheers.